Hello and welcome to the School of Attraction podcast. I'm Damien Deeker and I'll be talking with you about a range of topics from dating, attraction, masculinity, sexuality, life philosophy, and much, much more. So without any further ado, let's get started. I hope you enjoy listening to today's podcast just as much as I've enjoyed creating it. Is there such a thing as one true love? Is true love anything like it's depicted in Hollywood movies? Is love really unconditional? It may or may not surprise you to hear me give a resounding no in answer to these questions. In fact, over my life, both my personal life, my professional research, and my professional experience working with thousands of clients over the last 12 years, I've really discovered that one of the most important factors to a healthy, strong relationship and love in that relationship is one of a transactional nature. Now, many of you may think that this makes love unromantic. Many of you think that maybe that means love doesn't really exist after all. But actually, I believe this not only makes the whole concept of love understandable, but it actually makes something that you have some sense of control over. Last week, I made a video about an experiment I did joining up to a a sugar baby website to see what kinds of women I'd actually meet there. And I made a passing comment that I, I, it made me realize that in, in many ways, love is a lot more transactional than anyone wants to admit. And it, that comment got largely misconstrued by a number of the men watching the channel who thought that I meant that all women are really gold diggers, who thought that I meant that actually love is fake, that women don't feel love in the same way that men do, that women don't fall in love in the same way that men do, that women don't know what love really is and, and all this kind of stuff then that's actually not what I meant at all. So I thought I'd make a video about why love being transactional, in fact, is empowering rather than disempowering. So think about the transactional theory of love like this. We all go through life, men and women, go through life with a series of wants and needs because none of us is perfect. None of us has our lives entirely together. And we we have different kinds of support or different kinds of experiences that we want to have more of in our lives. For some of us, that might be more of a sense of adventure. For some of us, it might be we want to feel more popular. For some of us, it might be that we want to feel protected and safe. For some of us, it might mean that we want to look amazing in the eyes of other people. For others, it might mean that we want to feel useful or special or unique. For each and every one of us, it's a little bit different what we want from the world around us, what we want from other people. When we meet a partner who caters for some of these deep-seated needs that we have, these emotional wants in our core, it's very easy to fall in love with that person. In fact, we will very ra- rapidly fall in love with that person. If they are at the same time, they, they are at least a little bit attractive to us sexually, then love will come very quickly. And there are a few things that are more rewarding than if we have our needs fulfilled by someone and we manage to fulfill their needs as well, like a lock and a key, like a yin and yang, the few things that feel more incredible than knowing that you together, you almost, it's like that whole thing, you complete me, which I don't like that saying, as I think that's a very dangerous way to think, but it's, it's that feeling, right, of we complete each other, we, we, we fit each other's needs just right, you know, and that's an incredible feeling, it's very validating to have that experience. Now, sometimes those needs will be very superficial, and a simple example to think about would be uh, the gold digger girl, let's say a young woman in her early 20s who's really attractive, who, who works out six days a week, wears lots of makeup, high-end clothes, always looking like a million bucks, super sexy. 
And for her, what she cares about is what other people think. That's a very high priority for her, right? Let's not judge it for a moment. I know it's superficial, but that's how she feels. That's how she's been raised. So for her, one of the greatest forms of value she can get from a man is a man who continues to make her look good and enables her to keep buying nice clothes and keep living a high-end lifestyle. Because let's face it, for a woman, one of the ways that she can feel judged by the world is by how successful the man she's dating is. And so for her, that's a way to maintain that superficial value system, right? That is so important to her. For a man, she's likely to find a man who values, who hugely values how the world perceives him as well. So what he's going to do is think, well, the world is going to think better of me if I've got a really hot young woman on my arm. That's going to make me look good superficially, externally to the world around me. So what those both people doing is they have an arrangement, a transactional agreement. You stay super hot and sexy. I'll stay wealthy and supporting. And together we'll fulfill each other's needs. The love this couple has is not any less real than anyone else's love because what they're doing is forming a transaction. This is a very superficial transaction, but the love that they're going to feel is exactly the same because they're fulfilling certain needs. But of course, the transactional uh, theory of love doesn't have to have anything to do with anything superficial. Uh, in fact, most relationships are based on a hell of a lot more than just superficial wants and needs. Uh, my own partner, for example, one of the big needs that she filled for me when I first met her uh, 11 years ago was that she was one of the first people who truly believed in me as in a business sense, right? She truly believed that I, I, I could do something incredible in the world. And having a person beside me who believed in me like that, boy, that was addictive. It's one of the, it just filled a need I didn't even know I had at the time, right? It was very easy to fall in love with her. And conversely, as it turned out, she, she got about the same from me. I saw in her the woman that she was becoming. And I really believed in the woman that she was becoming. She wasn't there yet, but I knew, I knew who she was going to be one day. And so she really felt that, that, that faith, that trust in who she was and what she could become. And that meant a lot to her. And so it was very easy for us to fall in love. Now, we had other things as well that we gave each other, other needs and wants that we fulfilled. Every relationship is usually built on multiple things. But the fact of the matter is we fulfilled certain needs for each other. And these were much less superficial um, than, you know, the gold for example. The thing about relationships, however, is that first of all, Nobody ever tells us that love is transactional. And so when the transaction dies, when something goes wrong, one party fails to meet the transaction they originally established, this is when love begins to fade. Because we don't like to admit that the love in the first place was built on something that was transactional. So, uh, you know, the stereotype example might be the, um, the superficial couple, the, 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 the gold digger young girl starts to age naturally and so she starts to lose her looks. Or maybe she doesn't, maybe she stops working out, maybe she puts on weight, maybe she has kids and gets quite overweight as a result as well. Uh, these things can make things, life hard for women. All of a sudden, her end of the bargain isn't being withheld. Her partner starts to feel, first of all, uh, frustrated with her for being overweight or, or getting older, or, and then he starts to feel resentful, and he doesn't even know why, because it was never discussed, right? And both parties pretend like there was love was separate from the transaction. That's the problem, right? We, we pretend that love is separate. So they, they believe that love should be unconditional. So even if she puts on weight, he should still love her. The problem is that's not happening, right? And he moves away, and then she's left feeling like all men are superficial and they care about one thing. But the fact of the matter is, one of the biggest parts of the transaction that started that relationship was built on the one thing, which was her looks. That was her value. That was what she brought to the relationship. Um, but, you know, in relationships, in other relationships, that happens too. Life changes. We, things go right. Things go wrong. We evolve. We, we, big things happen to us. 
And it's really, really important in relationships that I think it's empowering if you know, if you know what your partner provides for you that is valuable to you. And if your partner knows what is valuable to you and you know what is valuable to them and what you provide, why is that empowering? It's empowering for a number of reasons. One is that it gives you a sense of control over the relationship. If you know what you've been providing for your partner and life changes and you can't provide the same things, it enables you to have a conversation about it. Because most couples are completely blind. They just go, I just don't love this person anymore. I don't know why. But actually it's because their, their emotional needs aren't being filled. Like whatever they were, the transaction isn't there. And so their end of the bargain isn't being held up. So the love doesn't remain. And if you can have a conversation about this, then you can maintain much happier, healthier relationships. I think a lot of people feel, um, they think there's a difference between the love and the transaction. I've said this a few times, but it's such a big one. If you realize they're the same thing, if you realize that true love is built around, or real feelings of love is built around a transaction, around certain needs being fulfilled, then you, you know that you can always make sure that you fulfill needs for your partner. And over time, over a long relationship, those needs will change, right? So my partner and I, I don't need my partner to believe in me anymore. I've been successful. I've, I've got more than enough faith in myself. Uh, I, I don't need that anymore, but I have different needs. And over the years, we've changed, we've evolved, but there's always a, a, a conversation. Sometimes I've said to her, I feel like things aren't fair. I feel like my needs aren't getting met. I feel like there are certain things I need from a partner that I'm not getting right now. And it becomes a conversation. And that conversation is not one of hurt and upset. It's one of both of us understanding that love is transactional. It requires an arrangement that's fair for both parties, that you both get something of value from the relationship. Otherwise, love will fade. That's it, and thank you for watching today's podcast. As a high five for taking the time to learn today, you can head over to schoolofattraction.com forward slash personality test to complete our scientifically backed attraction personality test, which will help you uncover the areas you most need to work on based on your personality assessment. Take care, and I look forward to bringing you my next podcast.